0: Today is October 12th, and the Yankees have had their end-of-year press conferences. Aaron Boone, Brian Cashman, and even Hal Steinbrenner had an interview with Michael K, and we learned a little bit about the offseason that is about to be. Let's talk Yanks. Talking
1: Yanks with old
0: John Boy, John Boy Jake. Recaps galore weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes.
1: Yankees news with these two fine dudes, it's time for Talking Yanks, Talking Yanks with old John Boy,
0: John Boy and Jake, Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. All right, everybody, what's up? How you doing? Hope everything's going well for all of you. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey from the same office I've always been in, but I have a new desk now, L-shaped desk, and a new... uh a new chair that lets me swivel back and forth. So I'm in a totally completely different uh, state of mind oh in this place. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Your swiveling's already a thing. Oh, I am a big, I got myself a wheelie chair. Um, I got my co host Jake in Denver at his kitchen table on a chair with no wheels. So mad at the swiveling right now that I'm watching. It's a fun time. So um, this was an impromptu episode because some news broke in the press conferences and, uh, I think our our off season schedule doesn't start till like November first. November first is when we're gonna really go into the, the 2019 season off season podcast schedule. We want to do some things. We want to do a review recap of 2018 season. We want to do like a, a guideline to off season moves. Yeah, I maybe think. we'll
1: do some maybe some roundtable stuff with some of the t- talking Yanks guys. Some stuff with you and me. Maybe a guest or two, and then. November 1, two EPS a week, kind of kind of back into a regular swing with some interviews and maybe some different stuff, too. Also, transactions. When stuff happens, we're there. We're talking Yanks, and we're back after this.
0: Yeah, so this is an impromptu episode because we got some kind of big news, some funny comments, so we'll do a quick little thing, and because you know what, Jake? We were, we were talking to these people, uh, our listeners, like every day, uh, every third day, and then every day down the stretch, and it was like, man crashing halt so anyway how, what was how was your how did you handle uh the day the first day of no baseball that wednesday it's it was tough to detach and i well so no it's not
1: tough to detach at first you're like okay i need to detach as hard as i can the season's over no brash decisions i'm not not even thinking about the off season or anything. I mean you're just you're bummed out. You had two games at home and you didn't get it. I mean that's that's a phrase that I've already said a lot and I see myself saying because you can only make so many excuses, no matter what they are. Um, whether it's this piece, that piece, or you didn't like this, you didn't like that. You had two games at home. I'm I'm sorry. Um so kinda I guess rest rest my hat on that. That's not a saying, but um, and then, yeah, I mean, you you end up diving into Twitter that afternoon, like, all right, you know what, I'll, I'll poke my head in there, just see what's going on. And all the Twitter GMs are out, and Machado and Harper are already on the Yankees, and oh, Kershaw might opt out, he's a Yankee. Corbin's grandma liked the Yankees, so he's a Yankee. Dun- and, ben know-
0: had Machado and Harper, Jake. Yeah. Ben so had, since 2014, they've been Yankees.
1: It's funny. I I started getting into some Twitter spats, and then I was like, "What am I doing?" And then I put out my my fake mocking people lineup. That that got some Twitter love, because um, I I just I had to take my my foot off the gas pedal. Um, and then today's press conference, which I like, you said it. I think you and I, when we initially heard about it, we were like, "Okay, year end presser." It's it's gonna be what it's gonna be, but there were some things of note, and then I don't know. I think you and me got our spark going a little bit, and we're like, all right, let's do it. So, yeah. um, that's that's pretty much where we're at. I had my birthday in between twenty nine. Happy um, so,
0: birthday uh, to
1: Jake. All all the all the crazy sad thoughts that come with that, and then saw a star is born today. So just been kind of an emotional wreck because great great flick. Sad ending. Not not going to give anything away. but really, uh,
0: really good movie. Best movie of the year, easily.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not ruling anybody out yet. There's a couple good movies coming out, Jim.
0: I know. I have a movie podcast. On on the movie podcast, we talked about what was more impressive, Gaga's singing or Cooper's acting. I said, I mean, Cooper's singing or Gaga's acting. But whatever. This is Yankee talk. I, Jake, day after- So that's me. Day, talk, tell me about you. Yeah, day after Yankees ended Wednesday, I slept- all day. I think I was nice. like, you know, I was working, editing and stuff till 3 a.m. Having late nights. And I, I said I wasn't going to do anything. I was just going to sit around. I didn't even let go on Twitter, so I didn't have to do what you were doing. Um, and I just napped all day. And I was like, whoa, pretty body need a rest. Then I started cooking, cleaning, building my new furniture. I am very good at turning... I. I know how to control my brain in a manner of look for the good Um, because I I moved every three years of my life growing up as a kid. And the only way that you can get past the sadness of leaving all the friends you just made is to like get excited about your new bedroom and what's the new hockey team going to be like. And you know what I mean? And you just have to constantly think about that. So I'm very good. 2018 is basically over for me. We'll do the recap episodes but it's new desk, new chair, new desk, new chair, new mindset. It's like I you have to turn the. I cannot linger on the end of the season because it, it it's not a fun thing to do. So I'm i into 2019. But let's let's talk about this press. Conference. It's it's
1: dramatic. I had trouble getting out of bed
0: the <laughs> the Wednesday just because you
1: you we were all so ready to get up for Game Five, the deciding game. Yankees Red Sox have have those like. Basically, two days of excitement, at least, leading up to the game, and then that was gone, and it's just like, ah, I'm so hollow, baby. I'm so, I'm so... Press conference.
0: Press conference. My dad listened to the end of the season episode, and he was like, man, it's kind of weird to listen to that, not directly after. And I don't think I ever want to go back and listen to that episode ever, because he was my dad said, It's really raw. Like, you guys are really yep. feeling it. And I'm like, Yeah, we flipped it on right away, talked in the middle of the most intense emotions you can have about a season ending. So, it, in like three weeks, people are going to go, no one's going to do this, but someone could go back and look at that episode and it just be like a laughing stock, like, listen to you cry, cry babies. <laughs>
1: Yeah, a little bit. I don't know if if you do that, you're rude. How About that, well, it's always
0: easy to go back out out of the moment and laugh at someone who's in the middle of it because they have nothing but to lose. It's not easy being cheesy, though. So, I like cheese. Big news: Didi needs Tommy John surgery. This is the biggest news that came from the press conference. Boone sat there and answered questions for like 20 minutes, and no one like asked. You know, he I guess he was waiting for someone to ask. Hey, does Didi need Tommy John? No one asked, so he just had no, to say.
1: No, no, because we had no idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and none of you guys asked. But by the way, Dee needs Tommy John surgery on his throwing. Before I in. get out
1: of here, <laughs> starting shots, starting shirts up needs TJ. We'll catch you guys later.
0: <laughs> Any more questions? No. Okay, twenty nineteen. Needs- <laughs> Honestly. So that's the rest of the questions. All right. Didi needs Tommy John. Thank you guys. Bye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, actually, that's kind of a genius move. Yeah. So, uh, uh so, so you promise me there's no more questions. If you have another question, get it out now. <laughs> if there's no more questions, Didi has to get Tommy John surgery. <laughs> See you guys in Tampa. Let's go. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So that's a shocker. Uh, I don't know where I, where I want to go. So the return what was, time, How about this?
1: What, we just talked about raw emotions, because I know I, I had some that I've backed off from a little bit. What, what was your first reaction?
0: My first reaction was, he's going to miss next year. But I've scaled back. That was a, that was a, that was a toxic, visceral reaction. They think he's going to play a chunk of 2019. They don't want to give a timetable, which is smart because they're they suck at giving timetables. To, uh, it is his throwing arm, but he's not a pitcher. It's good they can get it right now. You know what I mean? Imagine if like it tore, and then they went into the off season and he didn't throw a baseball for four months, and then he started throwing a baseball in February at like you know the pitch the the like clubhouse or wherever they go. And then he was like, oh, shit. And then in February, they find it. There's a positive spin. At least they found it now. Are you frozen? Seems like Jake's frozen. But at least they found it now for Didi. That was my first thought. Obviously, Machado thoughts have to come into your brain. Does this leave an opening? For Machado to come into shortstop, we're going to delve into all that for a while. Should I wait for Jake? Jake's frozen. The other thought was, oh, that explains the throws. His throws, he had some really weird throws in this postseason that we thought were just because of uh, the wrist. He, la- he I said he lazily spiked when I wasn't lazy. I guess the dude was playing through a lot of pain. You, you got to appreciate that. little warrior in him playing through pain. You're back. So mad
1: at myself. Why? What happened? So I had one of those computer things pop up that's like, your computer needs to restart itself. And start doing, like, a 10-minute countdown. But it gives you the options, like, 10 minutes, an hour, four hours. So, obviously, I'm always going to hit four hours because you just delay, delay, delay.
0: I remind me tomorrow and every day. So, I hit the four hours one,
1: and then there's an okay button. But right next to it is the restart now. So, it hit the restart now. So, it starts closing out programs, but I hit cancel quick enough that it stopped it, but I let out and you're you'll have it on the audio of this that I'll send oh, you. Oh yeah, a minute. I'll
0: have it on your mic audio.
1: <laughs> but I let out a pretty genuine, sincere, fuck me. <laughs> so that'll that'll be good for you. Nice. Oh fuck me. All right. So, so when I left, you were in the middle of telling me. What you thought? What you thought about Didi and yes, and the rehab when he comes back, et cetera. Yeah,
0: so I thought he wasn't going to be back, but they they seem pretty positive that he can play a chunk, and it's good that they caught it now and not you know first day of throwing long toss in February, so that's good.
1: Right, cast a line fishing in the off season. Didi's like, ah, that didn't feel right, but okay, something's wrong with this pole.
0: Cashman said that there was like a small tear when they traded for him. Yeah. And that it's just been fine forever, and now it finally broke or whatever, something like that. That's crazy. That's crazy. What are, what was your thoughts? And then Machado came to my head, and then those plays in the postseason where that was weird. He was spiking balls. Never seen him ever do that.
1: Yeah, so, man, my initial reaction is kind of a bad one. I mean, it's a very fan reaction. I I thought... It's a really bad look that, so if the Yankees go on and win the series and then that comes out, Dee Dee's a hero. Oh, Dee, Dee played through, uh, you know, torn ligament. He has to get Tommy John surgery and he still played it out to beat the Red Sox. Now you can second guess a lot and it sucks and I know that's not our normal mindset, but this was my first reaction. Like, Okay, I know it didn't cost us anything, but Didi didn't have a great series. Um, if he's hurt, he's hurt. Like, it's, it's not fair because I go, if he played hurt and they win and he does okay, happy and badass, but they lost. And then you start, you put that in the excuse pile and you wonder if that should be in the excuse pile.
0: No, not at all. I mean, I don't think he, his errors didn't really cost us. He did have a hit, and it was only the last two days. He did it in Boston.
1: Right, but it's two games. I mean, and I I know it's a bad way of thinking, but the guy had, the guy had a torn ligament, and he knew that. You wonder who on the team knew that. Um, I don't know. I, it's again, it's almost like an unnecessary excuse. So I've backed off that a little bit. And I mean, if you're good enough to play, you're good enough to play. Yeah. Um, it's just ca- kind of a crappy mindset. But I I mean, it's honest. And then yeah, down the whole. Machado mindset. What's it going to mean for next year? Because we Glaber had this, which I hilarious is the wrong word, but both middle infielders have had Tommy John.
0: Glaber on his non-throwing arm, so a little even. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't. So that's what I was trying to put together. Because his initial rehab was what six to eight months or something.
0: Less. He got hurt in July, but that shut him down for the season, right? Yeah. So August. September, November, December, January, February. He was fine in February. Five months, six months. I think six was was the long end. I think Didi's going to be six to eight months. But, yeah. I mean, it's not good news. It it makes the whole offseason very interesting. We'll get into that more in depth. This is kind of just a gut reaction. But does Glaber slide to short and they try to find a second baseman? Do they do it in-house with Toe? Absolutely not. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah like like Jimmy and I said before the episode and right now you're mad that we're we're not gonna say it but uh we're we're gonna do full off season podcast this is this is just the report but yeah it's do you fill in second does Glaber play short do you go get Machado do you go get someone else um and if 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 you don't like the fact we didn't give you an answer log on to Twitter because everyone's got the answer
0: if DD doesn't make it back then we, we've we already seen his last game as a Yankee. That's a terrible thought.
1: Oh, you mean like if his rehab is 12 months or something?
0: Yeah, then we might have seen his last game as a Yankee.
1: Yeah, that's that's not really in my head at all.
0: Me neither. I, uh, Sweeney I, don't, I Murtad, don't think that's the
1: situation. Sweeney
0: I just tweeted it out, so then I was like, ah. But I don't. I didn't yeah. think of that either. You know who tweeted shit out? Dude, how... This is... Okay, can we break away from Yankees talk for one second? How sure. does Andrew Marchand have a job? How does a major publication pay his salary dude is the same as the 14 year old twitter trolls yeah and i think he
1: on twitter he just tries to get likes clicks views and comments and stuff i don't know if you see it one time i snapped i i i let out i forget what tweet it was he had a bad one and i I was running hot and i let out (laughs) i I love when you look into this because this usually makes you happy but i i commented on it something like <laughs> everyone I will fall on the knife for this he's completely trolling do not like do not click do not comment
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. on a story <laughs> you were like I'll save you the click yeah nice. I, I forget what it was now yeah well he's terrible and I and I whatever back to Yankees. Yeah. so DD news that sucks it's it's gonna cause a whole new new offseason plan <clears throat> uh CC got knee surgery that's nothing um no That's
1: kind of kind of routine now. Same one. Yeah, no one cares.
0: The other interesting things were, um, let's go, He uh, they said that first base job is open in the offseason. Voight has a leg up. He earned it, but he didn't give away the position, which smart and makes sense. Boone made a, a note that, like, you know, with roster changes, which, again, is obviously there's going to be roster changes and all that stuff. But the big news was Brian Cashman basically said Sonny Gray's out.
1: Yeah, which was which was surprising because, like like we said coming in, this is normally somewhat routine stuff, and you'd say exactly what you said about Luke Voigt. You'd you'd come in and you'd say a comment like, "Yeah, you know, Sonny had his struggles this year, but he's he's a proven pitcher in this league, and you know, we'll we'll see what the off season has in store for us, but we we still believe he he can be a great pitcher in this league." Like that's. That's normally what the PR team hands to Cashman. You call it a day. Boone asks if there's any questions. Then he drops the bomb that the shortstop has Tommy John. You get off the stage. But yeah, they basically went in, which I I I guess I have a take on. I, I I'll pass it to you first. But
0: you have a take. I want to hear your take.
1: So my initial thought, and I we we've, we've had this conversation a few times, and I talked to myself through Twitter a little bit that. Brian Cashman never trades a guy when his value's bottoming out, right? Because it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, And so we've talked about this with Greg Bird, like, you know, Voight being good. If he comes back as the starting first baseman, that's actually good news for Greg Bird because he can kind of prove himself as a lefty option again. I know people don't like hearing that, but... um, just is what it is. Look at Dell and Batances this year. Not comparing the two straight up, but you can redeem yourself in this sport. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, I'm guessing when they did a year-end talk or whatever it was, they went to the drawing board and they said, let's not even do the horse and pony show with Sonny. Let's, let's when we present him to the trade market, tell them, hey, you're going to get one year of Sonny Gray. He had a... Good ERN the road this year. I want to say it was three one seven or something like that. He couldn't handle Yankee Stadium. We realize his value's not high, but there's still value there. And so basically, what he did was instead of trying to be coy about it and having teams inquire like, "Hey, you want to be trading that Sonny Gray, would you?" <laughs> and Cashman going like, "Oh well, you know, he could bounce back this year. He was an ace in Oakland." <laughs> He's he just wa- <laughs> oh oh, He didn't like be- those impra- those voices, but uh, he he decided instead he's going back to the drawing board and just telling all the GMs straight up right now. Hey, you can get Sonny Gray at the price of basically a fifth starter, a fourth or a fifth starter. Even though he still had the good road ERA, but I mean his home ERA was atrocious and he could be scarred for life. But you can still get this guy to pitch some quality innings and hey, worst worst case scenario, you have a fifth starter for a year and he goes on his way. Hey, if he settles in and he's Sonny Gray, you could have a a one oh a little burp. You could have a one, two, or three starter for a year, and then maybe if he feels comfortable there after the New York fiasco, he he comes he likes your organization and stays. So I think end of story. I think Cashman's saying, hey, you can get a fourth or fifth starter for a year. If you want it, take it. If you don't, send it right back. Because Hey, another team in your division could go get Sonny Gray for a fourth starter price, and he could come out and have a hell of a, t- hell of a year against your team next year. So make your offer. He's going to go to someone.
0: I think it's super interesting that Cashman is not shying away from the theory or idea that it's New York is the problem because he said like his quote was, I think it's time to try somewhere else. I think it's best to try somewhere else. And I think when we trade him, whoever we trade him to, we something along the lines of whoever, wherever he ends up, we expect him to pitch at like the guy we expected to pitch here. That was his quote. Right. Which so that that's, He's kind of telling Yankee fans, like, this guy's going to go somewhere and he's going to be an ace. Yeah,
1: and, I mean, it's a little fluff in the balls and saying you you can get a guy that had an ERA in the threes on the road this year and he was still good. He he literally couldn't handle New York. What and do you Brian think? Ka- Brian Cashman will say that with confidence to other GMs, and he's, he's basically putting the bet back in their hands. He's saying, hey, if you guys don't want to pay for one year at a fourth – fourth starting pitcher price for Sonny Gray, that's fine. But your rival in the division might do it, and he might be a stud next year. So what's
0: your offer? And that's it. It's interesting. I, I, it's it's unique. It's different. Um, What do you think Sonny Gray's reaction was when he heard all this? Do you think it was, oh, man? Do you think Honestly, it was anger? <laughs> or do you think it was just... Thank God. Few, I'm few. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a
1: huge ignorant idiot and I I'd, well, <laughs> don't nobody answered that. Um Man, in my heart of hearts, I feel like Sonny, Cashman or Boone or all three of them or Sonny and one of the two sat down at one point and said Sonny do you want to come back next year and fight for it in spring and come back? Or we can look for a different situation. And I mean, call me an idiot, but I think Sonny looked at them and said, hey, I'm 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 sorry, guys. I wish I was a little better, but I I think I gotta get, get out of Dodge.
0: I, I don't think it's as as Norman Rockwell as that.
1: But I mean, think about it. If if Sonny. Said to them at some point, like I want to come back and fight. You, if you're Brian Cashman, you don't give the press conference that way. You say, "Hey, you know, Sonny Gray still thinks he's a top pitcher on this team. He's he's going to come in and fight for a job, and we think he can return to being Sonny Gray next year." You don't, you don't do what he just did.
0: Yeah, definitely don't. It's just it's very. I, he just gave away more leverage, even if he tried to fluff it up whatever way possible. The other news we had is that the athletic came up out with video evidence and shit that Severino was tipping his pitches during Boston, something that you wouldn't look for, but once you notice it, it's true. With men on base, he would check the runner on second. So the runner on second, he was tipping his pitches. He would check the runner on second. If he was throwing a fastball, he'd pause and look at third base, like straight ahead for a moment, then come at you with a fastball. If he was throwing off speed, he would check the runner on second and then just do a one- Quick motion all the way to the pitch. No pause in between. There's like 90% of the time it was correct if you if you gauge that pause. They asked Boone if Severino was tipping his pitches at any point this year, and Boone said yes. At times he was, but we did a lot to work on that. So uh, this makes me furious, and I don't want to be furious about the 2018 season anymore. So I'm not – I'm just going to look forward to when they figure out how to not have him tip his pitches anymore because that makes me angry.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because something you and me don't know how to gauge but everyone on Twitter does about firing all the coaches and that stuff and, you know, Larry Rothschild sucks, he should be gone.
0: That was the other news. But, They're all coming back. Right. Um because I'll 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 make a definitive statement right now, Jake. If you are listening to the show, you have no idea if Larry Rothschild is a good pitching coach or not. I have no idea. Jake has no idea, and you have zero idea. You have zero idea if Marcus Thames is a good hitting coach or not. You have zero idea. Want to know why? Everything that those people do is behind the scenes. Their conversations with hitters. Their their research, their hard work, or their lack of research, lack of hard work, lack of conversations—the things they do wrong and the things they do right—are completely unknown to us. I I, I, I can't stand when yeah, people I mean, just I, I, blame I, the coaches. I, I, like you don't know you, you you could be right, you could be wrong, but you do not know. I end up laughing because they'll they'll kill Larry. They'll say,
1: "Oh, Sonny Gray's been crap." Uh, Sevy's tipping his stuff, but it's like, well, Dillon Batances went from garbage to absolute stud that that could have been all Larry. Like, you don't know. It's also baseball. People were, people were giving Tames a ton of love for, you know, for the offense. I think that was mostly almost reverse Larry love. Like people, were, Tames was the new guy and the hitting was good. So they, they enjoyed it, but Hey, at, you know, the Yankees broke the home run record. Cool. Good for Tames. Also had a lot of guys that hit home runs. And, hey, you could point at Greg Bird and Gary Sanchez, too, and say he didn't fix their problem. So, like Jimmy opened with, none of us actually know until, until the book comes out in 10 years about the Yankees team. But if, if Larry Rothschild was a trash coach, don't you think CeCe would step up and talk to Boone, Cashman, or someone and be like, yo, this guy's trash? Absolutely. So, I don't know. That's, that's all we have to say about that.
0: That's all I got to say about that. But you go back to Greenbow, Alabama. Hal Steinbrenner said that Severino should not have come out for the fourth inning in game three. And Boone said, yeah, I got a little greedy with Seve. And I don't care about that. I don't care about you admitting your mistakes. Uh, because I just care about you not doing it in the future. Because that was a mistake... The entire world knew. Anyone in the know knew. So. Potentially cost
1: them a game and a half because they they burnt Chad Green that game. Yeah, awesome. The, and they, they probably already lost that game, but it, Chad Green could have been a big factor in game four, and he was not.
0: I would have liked Chad to come in for the fourth inning of that game still.
1: Of which game? Three. Yes, but you want him to come in before Lance Lynn. So Chad Green gets out of it throwing 15 pitches. You can use them tomorrow, and Lance Lynn can pitch 40 pitches, and you don't care.
0: Yep. But it was the reverse. Hal Steinbrenner was asked if if he wondered if he should keep Girardi. His answer was that was a decision that was years in the making. Ooh. Which anyone knew. Uh, yeah dude, dude makes sense dude but. was a game away from the world series and got fired obviously that wasn't a spur of the moment decision since 2016 when they rebuilt the yankees plan has been to win in 2019 and the way they planned on doing that was getting rid of guys stocking up the farm system so they can have currency getting rid of uh getting rid of Contracts. They got Tex off the books. They got A Rod off the books. They got Beltron off the books. They got McCann off the books. They're about to have or they got CC off the books and got yeah, got him down. And then they're gonna grow their their young guys, grow their young guys, and then sprinkle in highly touted free agents. And this is the year where they will sprinkle in highly touted free agents. They got under the luxury tax. And I'm sure the manager was thought into that decision as well. When Girardi's contract is up, let's move on, get a new face in here to go with the new team that's going to be it. They did really good in 2017, so Cashman had to do his best to to make these teams good without going over the luxury tax, which made him get a little tricky and do some weird shit. But,
1: Yeah, yeah. And the team got ahead of schedule last year, which, again, blessing and a curse.
0: Blessing. It was nice. I liked it. Yeah. But... But uh, so, yeah, Girardi was in the
1: making. When, when you talk about years in the making, they, they hoped Jer- Aaron Judge could be a solid outfielder. He he looks like an MVP. They hoped that um, they didn't know if Miguel Andujar would be <laughs> a good MLB baseball player. Um, so, yeah, the things moved ahead quicker than expected, which is a good thing. Um, it's going to make for a nuts... A nuts off season was already in the works. With that Didi news, man, the wheels are off. Mm-hmm. The things things are going to be
0: crazy. Yeah. The other Hal said that all the pitchers had bad seasons, besides Tanaka. Which, all right. Oh, big news was that Hal admitted he's not a baseball man. But like, I don't understand why that's big news. He's not. Yeah. A, he's not. He doesn't have to be. He shouldn't be. Just be a finance man.
1: And yeah, I guess this is something I've kind of wanted to drop knowledge on. And it's, again, a lot at a lot of the Twitter GMs. But just because the luxury tax thing is done now doesn't mean it's not going to come up again. And I want people to think about that when they're talking about what free agents they actually want to sign. Well, it'll because come up again in three Hal, years. Hal Steinbrenner's running a business, folks. Yes. Like, and he's and and this is just what I want the people to hear and it'll fall on a lot of deaf ears but everything i said say does
0: talking to a lot Pic- of deaf people
1: picture you're running a business and every third year you could just casually piss away i do you know how many millions it is doesn't Lord. it get close to like 50 or 100 million or something it's more I don't, it's
0: 50 percent on the surplus so 50
1: percent on the surplus so if you're so if you're over the cap by $80
0: million, you have to pay $40, 40. Million in tax.
1: So let me, I'll just send that at people. You're running a company and some of that money goes into your pocket. Maybe it doesn't. But if you're running a company well, do you think you just want to casually give away $40 million every three years if you could still do 95% of what you're trying to do out there? Yeah, so
0: well, they'll get creative with the contracts, make them up front for this year and next year, and then the third year defer or some shit like that. We'll see how it goes, but I expect them to spend and go over the luxury tax this year. Otherwise, I expect I I I would hope they spend. Oh yeah,
1: oh they're they're gonna be spending. I just I I guess in more a little preview for the upcoming uh, preview season preview for the off season episode. Um. Hey, just keep in mind, Giancarlo Stanton has a lot of money on the books. People want to sign a lot of big names. You start having three guys on a team that their salary adds up to $100 million, that makes it really tight to work around the payroll. So I I want a couple of the Twitter GMs to think about that, but we, we will see, Jim.
0: We will see all
1: right that's it some someone uh, one last thing for me so i I was doing just like half angry Twitter fingers just getting getting it out of this getting it out of my system from the twenty eighteen season basically, and uh someone came back and was like, dude, Stanton's not even gonna be making that much money, like the Marlins still have to pay thirty million, and I was like, yeah." So if they prorate it, it's about four million a year. And that's in a couple of these years he's making thirty two. So your boy's gonna still be getting paid, okay? Sorry.
0: How much could they... they thought he wasn't gonna be making money?
1: They were like, dude, like the Marlins are still gonna pay thirty million of Stanton's contract. I was like, cool. Was what, like, did, what what do the it, Yankees
0: have to pay per year? What's that? What are the Yankees going to have to pay per year?
1: Well, I don't know if it's... I'm assuming it's prorated. I but think there's, so. There's a couple years where he's making 28. There's a couple years where he's making 32. And then I think, like, the last year he's making 25 or something like that. So, like, I'm um, cool that the Marlins are kicking in some change, fellas. But that <laughs> Your boy's getting paid.
0: Yep. All right. There you go, little impromptu press conference reaction. I think we covered everything um it's gonna be a hell of an off season because I think they have two starting pitchers that'll stay. Tanaka Severino yeah, coin flip on CC at this point yeah i'll I won't give away my my thought on that, but Gumby halfway through the year, so you can't plan to have Gumby. Right um Sheffield, like the rookies, you can plan on them having. I don't even. I would not plan on having Sheffield start hey, hey, as the hey. fifth starter. Wow, getting too into it. S- spoiler: We got a lot of starting pitchers to go get. A lot. Spoiler: A lot. Bring Hat back. Bring Corbin back. All right. Spoiler. 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 All right. Thank you. If we missed anything, let us know. Uh, we just missed talking to you guys so we had to do an impromptu episode hopefully they give us news every three days all off season we can do a bunch if not we got more fun things yankee related in store for you guys and we're going to get the voicemail line up and running if it's not i think it still might be up and running i haven't checked it in a while but i want it to be active i want you guys to be part of the show calling in asking questions and all that type of stuff Go Yankees! Go! Go the 2019 Yankees! Go! 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 Tell them, Grams.
1: Go Yankees!